0: Welcome to All's Mementos Podcast. I'm talking with Cam. Hey, well, And you're a tattoo artist.
1: I truly am. Or at least, uh, fake it till you make
0: it. There you go. <laughs> That's a good word. That's a good way to say. Um, Mr. Martini, you can fuck off. Um, so how long have you been tattooing for?
1: It's a weird question, man. I never know how to answer because I don't know if you measure it from when you're, like, tattooing regularly or the beginning of an apprenticeship. But inside of 10 years, so yeah. like somewhere between like, plus the pandemic kind of fucks that up because it was like a forced chunk of time off, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, somewhere between like seven and nine years or something like that. Plus. I have, I have ta- 2015, January of 2015 tattooed on my leg that was like, it was like I got a machine working and Keith who taught me was like, uh, was like okay, like tattoo yourself. And I was like, well, what do I do? And he was like, I don't know. So I wrote the date and my wife's name, which is pretty cliche. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been helpful for that, that I'm like, oh, I remember when I, for the day, I got a tattoo machine working because it's tattooed on my leg. But then it was a chunk of time before I was actually working after that, right? So in and around there.
0: How how long was your apprenticeship for? Like, how long does a tattoo apprenticeship go for? Well, there's
1: nothing like, there's no standard, right? So I think I was at that shop just like I think as I was walking out the door it was the five-year mark kind of thing yeah um and yeah so like I feel like that's a pretty good chunk of time it really depends on like what's going on right like everyone seems to do it differently um you see some tattooers who like they get an apprenticeship and within like a week of starting they're like using tattoo machines and starting to like either practice on people or on fake stuff whatever and a good chunk of mine was a lot slower at the beginning where it was about, like, yo, just, like, be here and learn what the hell this is all about. Right. Which was good because I knew shit all about the, the, like, culture around tattooing and tattoo shops when I, when I started. Like, I, I started getting tattooed late, didn't hang out in shops or anything when I was younger. No. So everything was a learning curve. Like, it was just... I remember the first day or two that I was officially, like, invited to come hang out and see if it was going to work, I showed up with, like, flip-flops on because it was hot. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I remember Keith looked at me and was like, you're wearing flip-flops. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, in a tattoo shop. And I was like, yeah. And, like, as he sang it, it's all clicking into my head where I'm like, well, that's kind of gross and there's sharp shit everywhere. <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah, probably don't do that, you yeah. know. But that was, like, how green I was to it. I just knew I thought tattoos were awesome and I wanted – uh to chase like an arts-based vocation right yeah yeah yeah
0: so you you've been drawing too like you forever
1: yeah pretty much my whole life I was always that kid in class who was like listening to the lesson but trying to draw and I have a weird memory of feeling like I was maybe like had a knack for it Mm -hmm. and it was like a whale that some other like I think it was a girl in my class when I was in like maybe grade like two or three or something she drew this whale and everyone was like oh you're so good at drawing and then I remember being like well I could draw that whale and it was like I drew it too kind of thing and, yeah. and like kept up and everyone's trying to draw whales now and being like oh and like that memory's like locked in my head I think at a young age of being like hey drawing is like I enjoy it and I think I'm good at it you know.
0: So do you paint at home too or? Um I try to it's
1: it's hard to find the time but yeah, cool. really like yeah. but yeah, I really like it. But I would you say you got a busy life. though. Well, yeah, kids and stuff, and like with tattooing, I would say painting, at least the way that I was like kind of shown for tattooing, oh. painting should be sort of a part of the practice. Like, and I really enjoy it, but I think it's like probably the thing I'm worst at in terms of okay in my craft. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just and probably because I don't do it enough. Honestly. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Um So, what kind of art? Like, what kind of style of tattoo do you prefer doing? Like, I know you can do anything because you're an excellent artist. I appreciate that, yeah. And you've tattooed me a bunch of times. But what, what genre do you like to tattoo in?
1: I don't have, like, a, a same. I like to say, like, well, I, I like to do sort of everything. But it's sort of, like, as time goes on, narrowing itself. And I tend to just tell clients, like, as long as I truly get to draw it, then I'm probably the most stoked. Yeah. I look at when I'm drawing my own stuff. Like, just things that I want to draw for fun or whatever, it's usually inspired, like, like informed by Japanese tattooing, mm-hmm. but not at all in the traditional approach. Like, okay. it's, like, that content, like, Hanya masks and dragons and shit, but, like, kind of drawn differently. Um, and, and then, so, like, that's kind of, like, the shit I look at. And then, but in terms of for clients, if someone's, like, what's the stuff you want, I'm pretty open as long as it's drawn. Yeah. I started off in tattooing doing a bit more i think i caught like the realism wave mm-hmm. um uh, they just like came somewhat naturally and there was a lot of people asking for it and so i enjoyed that for a time and then i think now i've just started to peel away from enjoying doing it because i i just like to draw so much more yeah and realism's got this very like slow methodical um uh, approach to it where you really gotta like sink into the moment and just like do that fur texture or whatever. And I think I don't know maybe I'm too caffeinated for that or something but like I tend to like the feeling of like pulling a line and then shading off that line and stuff like that it just you can feels faster. it's not necessarily faster but like just a different mode and uh, so that's but like I say it's not like oh I like doing these ones or those ones. It's just like as long as I get to draw and illustrate stuff, then I'm usually pretty pretty stoked on doing it.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, and there's like rules too with uh, classic Japanese tattooing, isn't there?
1: There's. It depends on what you mean about rules. Or there is for sure. It's like, it's like the the thing to study in my head. It's like the the cream of the crop of tattooing because it's got so many things are figured out about it. So the way they ride the body, where they put those tattoos, the color with no real black in that, like, main design, but black all in the background, all those types of things. Yeah, you there's see. no,
0: there's no, uh, uh, there's no outline, is there? They're, oh,
1: yeah, there's strong there? outlines in yeah. Japanese, but it's very, uh, like, in traditional Japanese, it's very stripped down. Yeah. Like, you're not putting a bunch of extra details and stuff into it. Yeah. And, and then the size that they're done, like, that's all the stuff that makes a tattoo look good way later in life, right? Yeah, the bigger it is, the simpler it is, the better it's going to age. And so, yeah, in my head, that's like everyone should study and look at that stuff. Um, and then whatever, if you kind of do your own thing or find your own place in it, that's cool. But like how many good lessons there are in that in that stuff is is pretty wicked. But like you say, you kind of like dip your toe in and it's this weird thing about being like, you can definitely do it wrong, you know, and then that depends on which other tattooers you're talking to. Like yeah. if, if these rules really matter or not, and it gets to be a big thing. And, um, yeah. And I don't know if that's why, like, I don't love the traditional stuff. Uh, I do love it. I think it's amazing, but yeah. I think it's more in approach. It's just so, um, it's so like different in how you draw it. it's okay. like, I like having a bit of dimension and flow and like, kind of pushing my head for what I can pull off on paper. Right. The downside is that's not always the smartest thing for the tattoo. Okay. For, for the same reason, right? Like, yeah. you draw something on a weird angle or with a weird light source or something, and it's like, that's a really nice drawing, but over time, that's not going to make a great tattoo. It would have been better if it was simpler or flatter or whatever, oh, yeah. right? So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right on. So, how many shops have you worked in?
1: Um, It's weird. Like, two kind of three in terms of full-time tattooing Mm -hmm. like I worked at Citrus City in Orangeville where I learned for the first chunk and shout out to Keith yeah man he's up in uh by Algonquin Park now
0: that's our bottom
1: tattoo company um but then I went into Grand River which was Chris and Ricky's shop Anton and Ricky yeah in Elora and then I started working there with so it was me Chris Anton Spencer Scalco and then the well and Ricky was there and then the the lease ran out all that kind of shit so we needed to find a new spot so now we're at Tower Street tattoo here in Fergus but it's kind of like same shop different name you know what I mean like so it's like I don't know two or three and then uh yeah so then now it's me Chris Anton Spencer just left to go work in Bowmanville okay and then he or um and then Gabby yeah. Um, who you know from your restaurant career? Yep. has just come on with shout out us. to Gabby. There you go, shouts out, shouts out. Check her socials. Yeah,
0: All <laughs> <the> socials. <laughs> yeah. So how long, um how many hours do you like talk to a week? Like, do you like have time? Like, do you make sure you have time for family time? Do you make sure you have like a life aside from work? Dude, that's the hardest thing in the world right now. Yeah,
1: we um right now I'm scheduled Tuesday to Saturday, and I. Usually, I'm at the shop somewhere between, like, just before 9 o'clock and, like, 10.30. Yeah. Uh, Depends on what I need to get done. And then, I, on Tuesdays, that's, like, the day, or Tuesdays and, what, and, fucking, what is it? Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days that I'm, like, I might not be home for dinner and bedtime, you know? Yeah. Or they're supposed to be. And then, the other two days during the week, I just do a half-day appointment and pick up. My kid, yeah. So trying to be as present a father as I can be.
0: Well, yeah. But
1: that's the conversation lately is like that keeps rolling into like yo, maybe I'll stay late today. Like it's hard to balance the time, right? Yeah. And then I work almost every Saturday. I've been trying to kind of learn to take some off just to be at home with family. I'm going to try some of that in the new year. Um, but yeah, it's tough balancing act that way, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and especially with life these days is so expensive. it's It's like if i could wave a magic wand i would just do one appointment a day
0: you know for you used to be able to sit there and do that back in back in the day you like i know like back in the day like uh tattoo uh tattoo artists they used to sit there and just do one or two appointments a day and that'd be it yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: right and do that for five days a week and they would sit there and still have money for groceries rent mortgage whatever yeah but even now like
1: it's crazy it's I think for everyone, it's not specific to our career, right? Like, no, it's, it's for just, everyone, too. Like. It's so nuts. And so, yeah, and that's just put pressure on our our family in terms of, I would love to pull it back, but sometimes, we're always talking about that in, like, arts-based careers, right? Is like, some of it is, like, the art, the expression, the, like, what do I want to do with this thing, whatever, the craft. Yeah. And then the other chunk is just paying your bills. And yeah. Do you feel like that with cooking at all? Like, I'm always so interested in chefs because... To me, there is like an art to it.
0: Yeah, there is. And and
1: it's a craft for sure. But you guys are like never or not that often the one in control. Like you're always working at some guy's thing and it's got to be along the line of like his vision. Like is that real or am I? Yeah,
0: no, it is real. Like there's some restaurants that I've worked at um, where, you know, the owners will be like, this is what we want, this is what we want. And like at the end of, you know, at the end of the dish, it doesn't make any sense. Right. You know, you create it for them. I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Like the labor costs on it, the cost on it, stuff like that. Like, If we did it this way and this way and this way, we get the same product. Yeah. So you have that. Um, currently the place I work for right now, the owner is amazing. Um, Sweet. He uh, lets us basically do, like there's staples that we have to have on the menu, but usually it's pretty free range, free range I should say.
1: So you're able to go like, no man, I got an idea for a thing. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, actually, for sure. And we'll talk about it, we'll do it. And like if it yeah. sells, it sells, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of restaurants too. Um, even uh, those, you do it like this, like this, like this. And that's the thing too is like, those restaurants will end up basically paying you more because they're taking away your creative, your creative mindset. But well, also getting employees, so like, okay, well, if you do like this, I'm going to give you this, this, and this, and this, yeah. right, without you saying a word, which is good sometimes, just because of the way the world is right now. Like, you know, like I know a lot of chefs right now that are leaning towards like, like I'm 27 years into it now, and like I know a lot of chefs that are just leaning towards working to a hospital, working, working for a school, like teaching no, class, hey, yeah. because at the end of it, like, I already know how to cook.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I know I know how to cook. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer knows now I know how to cook. You know I know how to cook. Yeah,
1: man. You cooked for my wedding.
0: I did. Um, And it's, I think that part with, like, chefs my age right now, I think it's sort of the proving is over. It's like, okay, like, let me go get a pension. Let me go get yeah dude. benefits.
1: Well, man, I can relate to that in the way that, like, Chris and I do it all the time where... We're both so in love with tattooing. Like mm-hmm. we still go in and like, "Yo, did you see this or this new book came out?" and like we really have the like passion for the craft. But then also every once in a while we're just like, "Yo, this job's stupid, man." Like like <laughs> like as everybody else in our in our uh in our like age brackets yeah. are like they're all like, "Well, you know, it's like if I keep doing this, I'll be able to retire at this age and benefits and whatever." And you're just like, man, I really like traded all that in to have the cool job, which again, I don't, I say that 100% facetiously, like yeah. you, I don't know what it would take to get me to want to do something else. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I gave up like my past career to do this and stuff. And what I, was your past career? I was a mental health counselor at the end of it for yeah. youth. And that so child and youth worker was the like, I guess the schooling, right? So yeah. I just did different chunks of that like support roles for kids and their families and that's cool yeah and so that was the thing when I was getting into tattooing like going to Nikki and being like hey so you know I kept talking about this and like the more I got exposed to tattooing and the arts as like a as an option Mm -hmm. because before tattooing it was uh, I was really into the graffiti and then trying to figure out, okay, how do people do public murals? And I was overlapping that with the youth work, trying to use that as a window in to work with the townships and stuff to yeah. like paint murals and all that. And it was getting somewhere, but then once tattooing, there was like even a chance I could get that done. That I just was like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna run at that, you know, and uh, and very happy I did that. But it was like a pivot where you know Nikki and I are dating, and it's like okay. Um, we're going to like build this life. He's got a four day work week with the government, lots of time off benefits, you know, there'll be a pension. And then I'm like, what if none of that happens? (laughs) What if I work like almost every day and in all my spare time learning how to draw and do tattoos. And like that, I always say that was what I knew she was for sure going to be like the one, the one yeah, was uh, as you know, whatever lame and dorky as that sounds. But was that, I remember she kind of turned to me and was like, So you're not going to not do this. So let's not have that conversation. Like she was very like, we're not going to entertain. You don't take this opportunity. She more, and then we just got to talk as a couple about like, what's it look, look like? Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, sweet. That's like the best. Right. But it is like, I think for you, that makes sense too. It's like you trade these like crafts where you're like, well, I'm going to grow and learn and, and just like get to do whatever with it. And then. And then as you age, you realize, like, dude, there's not that much security in this. And I got to
0: keep ringing this bell over and over. Pick up the food. Let's go. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, Jennifer and I had a conversation uh, two weeks ago. I just told her, like, what if I did this? What if I sat there and took my career and did, you know, the other side of, like, you know, uh, working a school or a hospital or something like that retirement, home, retirement home where you have something at the end of 10 years you have something and then she's like i don't think you're ready to leave yet i'm like why she's like well do you cook really good food and you're always fucking talking about it and every yeah. time we sit there and talk like we always sit there and uh, watch cooking shows yeah and then uh like competition shows and i walk by i'm like that's not gonna fucking work that's gonna fall apart, yeah, and it usually does, yeah, but she's like even she's like, even that shit, like yeah, you're yeah. still into it, but I think like if I sat there and did the other part of the industry, I'd probably like do like canning or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would love to do this full time, but well, uh, well,
1: I was gonna ask you about this too, where I'm like, how did this jump off for
0: you? Uh, I listened to was well, the one podcast I listened to um I'm a huge wrestling nerd. Nice. So that's how I keep up on, that's how I keep, like even now, that's how I keep up on wrestling is wrestling podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't have the time to sit there and watch eight hours of a product on TV. For sure. So when I keep up on, so I started uh, listening to wrestling podcasts and then I started listening to Toby Morris from H2O. Cool. He's got a really good one. Um, And then I started talking about it and then last year for Crystal Stanford bought me a boom mic and some stuff and she's like, you know, this is a good Activity and just try, it. just try it, and then yeah, yeah. I just uh started reaching out to bands, and they started reaching out to me. And like in my past life, too, like when I lived in Orangeville and Caledon, like I used to know a lot of bands too in the area, and like a lot of indie bands. So I was yeah. always
1: jealous of like the guys like that much older than me in Orangeville, like mm-hmm. you guys, because um, by the time I was like in high school and all that stuff. That like The like local shows All that It was just gone It was was not really much of a thing And it was also just like Less Popular Like I was like You know It was all hip hop When I grew up And I loved it And then it wasn't until I started learning how to play guitar And stuff And then Finding like You know More technical music and stuff Because of that But then I would meet these guys In the same town Slightly older Once it was like bar age So I started hanging out with you folks Yeah yeah And I'm like man This place used to be wicked Oh, you yeah, used right. to be fucking awesome. about five knuckle chuckle and like all that stuff. And, yeah. and I'm like, man, like I really, I wish I was that much older. You yeah.
0: know? No, they, uh, there is, there is a bunch of bunch of bands that came out of Orangeville um, in the skate punk, like punk rock industry. Yeah. Even Kaladin too, like Wheels on the Bus. Yeah. Um, they're a really cool band. Cool. Um But yeah, that whole, I think it's coming back though. There's a big scene in Guelph. Um, there's a huge metal punk scene in Barrie Yeah. Yeah, it's there's tons of bands like doing local shows, like five dollar shows, ten dollar shows, Sweet. and you get to see like four really cool bands. Mr. Yeah. Martini's on the fucking counter. Get this cat off the counter. son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's I think, and that's <laughs> it's the whole thing too. I think with I think that comes with streaming too, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I, bringing I, our
1: genre back, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, like I I keep talking about it, but it's like. I get streaming with bands I totally get it And like maybe if bands Just put like one or two songs On Spotify Yeah And then put the rest on Bandcamp And then buy it Or buy a physical copy Right I think that's sort of Connected with the local shows A bit Yeah Right? Because bands are like, oh, fuck, I don't have to do any merch. What's yeah. the what's the point, right? Sort of thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, maybe that's Or a... even
1: if they do merch, you can like pre order it yeah. through Instagram and stuff. So you're not you're not like throwing money away, you're not getting back. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It's yeah. I, I think it's it's all coming back like like I said, there's a huge scene in Barry's sold like there's always a scene in Toronto. Um Right. And even uh Guelph too. Yeah. There's a show happening at the Jimmy Jazz with Mendoza's uh, Sinister Candles. They're called, I believe. They're a pretty cool band. That's on December fifteenth. Sweet, you should check that out. Actually, yeah, maybe. it's on a Friday.
1: Man, I want to start doing... I want to start being that guy who's at the show with his kid with headphones. Oh, yeah. But I got to find some all-ages ones.
0: Um, They're pretty all-ages. Like, no one's going to say no.
1: Well, that's... But it's also just about, like, what's the right crowd, right? But we, uh...
0: Well, the punk rock community is pretty... Yeah. Pretty soft.
1: A buddy of mine went and saw... We went for Wilhelm Scream, but I think they were...
0: Fucking band's amazing. Oh, they're like one of my favorite bands for I sure. Top three bands right now, for Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah, but um, they who else was on the bill? I, I'm trying. I think it was Bouncing Souls and Anti Flag. Yeah, yeah, just this past summer, and there was just it was a good time, good show, whatever. Um, but the there was like a couple of people walking around with their kids, and I was like. I badly want to do, it. and we'll take the kids like to Riverfest here. Yeah, yeah. Or for shout out to Riverfest to the other one that was uh, the Meadows, Meadows Fest. Meadows, Meadows Fest. And they love that. Like yeah. they. But uh, I would just like to see. Uh, my daughter's too young, but my son's old enough that he's you know there's a couple sort of like progressive metal albums or like I'll listen to a lot of Propaganda and stuff, and he, he's like got a couple songs that he's like I like that one and uh, yeah and. And then he he's always putting on concerts where he grabs my guitars and he's got his long hair swinging around and so I want to see if he would enjoy it actually at the I show. think how old is he now I mean?
0: he's five yeah I think he'd dig it for sure yeah
1: yeah but same time right like he's he's five so ten thirty at night he's just Pow. So yeah. I, I got to find one that's like the right one. Yeah, like kind of like we were talking about before, where it's like maybe the first band or two are really the ones we want to
0: see, and, yeah, then and it's then like we don't have to see the, the main guy because this yeah. kid's going to be a sleeper. whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing too is like my buddy Jay Mar, we went to the Five Knuckles show in uh, Orangeville. Yeah, yeah. And their final one. I
1: saw lots of pictures and stuff. It's fucking nuts.
0: It was hilarious. it was like a high school reunion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what they should have done was put like fucking. A sign that said "hardcore sounds" or "ODSS" on the top of the. I building. was gonna
1: say they should have seen if they could do it at ODSS.
0: Yeah, that right. would have been cool. Go do
1: it in the gym, or the,
0: the, the fucking cafeteria the cafeteria stage.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So then, anyways, like my uh, Corey uh, brought his kid. He's I think he's like he's older than five, and then JMR brought his kid. Yeah, they're like I think they're early teens, but they fucking dug it too. Nice. Yeah. So one of your f- favorite bands is uh, Home Scream definitely way
1: up there yeah they yeah. were um, it was fun like I said I kind of like found better music because of guitar and mm-hmm. playing with my buddies and um, so then once specifically I remember my one buddy showing me the horse mm-hmm. and being like yo listen to this wacky stuff like yeah. like watch this guy play bass like it's the lead guitar kind of thing Yeah. and uh, and so immediately you were just like okay hey, this is
0: awesome and then I've seen them live how many times probably like five or six now fuck you really oh yeah that's where i'm gonna see them for the first time in a week there oh, you have never seen. no them? i and i get so much fucking shit they have
1: to be one of my favorite pants to see live
0: yeah see they I look can. like
1: they're having so much fun so the yeah. only thing i was pissed at at that show in toronto was they were like opening right they were earlier on the bill so shorter set and they didn't play oh canada
0: Oh, from the like new off album? the new album, yeah. and
1: that like you have to love that too. Yeah. Like all the little call outs to Canadian yeah. stuff, there is just it's the funnest song ever. They call it um, oh,
0: fuck, grade, don't they?
1: Ah, uh, moaning and choke for moaning sure. and choke. I think yeah. it's grade
0: maybe too. Because
1: there's that lyric moaning, moaning and, and choke. choke, and then yeah. they also shout out Chai Pig. <laughs>
0: yeah they do that one too yeah
1: and then and then there's just like call outs to like the area right like yeah. um where there's like lyrics about just like cities and yeah. so it's so fucking fun and they paint such a good picture of it too with the whole like um just like these people have the couches ready in the basement and like yeah. don't worry this guy's got weed for you all that stuff yeah. and um so now i'm determined. I'd go see them every chance I could yeah. but I like really want to see them where it's their show because I gotta believe if they tour here and they're playing longer sets that that
0: song's got yeah me. so what's the, the lineup of the show is I don't know how the lineup. Was oh going. is that with
1: Flatliners? and Gob yeah fuck I wanna know <laughs> that one yeah 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 cause once I saw that um, actually one of the albums my son's been really into lately is Chris Cresswell's solo album yeah that's solid stubbornness of the yeah album. it's a good good album dude great and he so then he likes the Flatliners a bit too and then they I think are like a, a bit, Like they just put out some like sort of teasing us with some
0: things yeah they did the uh, they did that song with the Sharks yeah with the San Jose Sharks yeah. so they recorded that for the San Jose Sharks I guess so they played that live in San Jose Right. Um, opening, and then I think they're doing a new album, I'm pretty sure.
1: That's what it seemed like in the way, you know, the Instagram comments. Because
0: he re- released his solo album what was it, like two months ago? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think he just finished touring it. I think he's touring again, too.
1: Ah, uh, see, I wanna, if I can see him with my son, that was the the one show closest to here. I think it was, like, sort of a private thing, yeah. at like a r- resort to, like, cap off the tour because like it was sold out before everything else got posted it looked like yeah but I was like that's the one in driving distance and it was like a Sunday I was like this is perfect to bring my son to but whatever
0: yeah yeah probably you mentioned propaganda too they're easily like they're
1: so like in my head if I had to do it quickly it's like protest the hero and propaganda constantly battle for the top but I don't want to admit it because protest was such a massive part of my.
0: Yeah, the like, first two albums.
1: Yeah, like the my right arm is supposed to be like Kazaya and stuff yeah, like that. Kazaya a great album. It's amazing, yeah. but um, Prop is like now so consistently putting out top notch stuff.
0: And I think I wouldn't even consider them a punk band anymore. huh?
1: Yeah, well, like I said, genres agree to me. Like, what do you call that? But I'm like, yeah, you can see their trajectory from punk and then the metal influence yeah. and whatever they're doing now, but it's just awesome. Yeah. Um, And then protest, I still like what they're doing, but with the whole, like, almost full band flip of members, mm-hmm. it feels like a different band now. And so I I'm still in protest
0: it. in forever. I'm going to check it out. Oh, I TV. love it.
1: Yeah, no, it's really cool. And especially there's uh, Like, uh, they're both those bands would be ones that like you're never just listening to the album i'm like listening and i'm on reddit and i'm like trying to like read what's the concept here yeah you know um and so i love that about both bands but like i say they kind of battle back and forth for the top for me and then wilhelm's like right under it yeah and then like strung out and all those other ones
0: strung out never
1: for the three that i'm like what do i always listen to yeah it's those those three three four bands it's pretty friggin regular
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's like my top I'll do the top five actually Canadian bands yeah Uh, my top five Canadian punk bands right now I would go uh, Propagandy SFU Belvedere um, Flatliners
1: yeah
0: and I hate maybe that's four maybe four
1: I wasn't counting yeah
0: yeah that's four Yeah. yeah They're like propaganda and like Belvedere never puts anything out that's fucking garbage.
1: No, for sure. Belvedere, well, weirdly, mm-hmm. I didn't know they had a, their newest album. Dude, that still. thing
0: is fucking retarded.
1: Well, and I wanted to hear it because you said it, I was like I said, you were like, yo, you want to do this? I was like, yeah, and then I'm like, oh, he had Steve from Belvedere on, Yeah. so I threw that on the other day, and then you were talking to him about it, and I was like, okay, wait, I liked the album before that, and then I just missed this one, so I still haven't listened to it Dude. yet. Dude.
0: Yeah, the riffs in that. Nice. Oh, but my, well, my
1: favorite Belvedere story for me is I found them because I was working at Sobeys, yeah, in Orangeville, and I had bought the whatever Rise Against album came out at the time, and a guy that I worked with was like, "Hey, if you give me that, so I can burn it, I will give you a, like a burnt CD of all the catalog to that date of this cool band called Belvedere. I don't know if you've ever heard." And I was like okay like you know yeah. I, I was interested but I wasn't like oh I didn't know what it was yeah. and then I remember just being like this is wicked you know what I mean Dude. like
0: Brandy wine and stuff and you're just so like bam yeah. the fucking that album that came out during the pandemic I listened to that I still listen to it now yeah like there's there's not one bad song on it Yeah. You can put that on from track one and play it all, and the riffs on it. I was doing the tattoo
1: convention in Kelowna a couple years ago. Yeah. And at the time, it was, like, a big um, beer festival and tattoo convention, so it was real sweet. Like, inside the curling club is all the tattooing, and it's the West Coast, so, like, high-end tattooing for Canada. And um, so I'm loving that. And then it was, like, outside. They had a huge concert venue, and I remember the whole thing was... Who was the band? It was a real big stoner rock band was uh, headlining like the whole the whole festival. Clutch? No, it wasn't clutch. Um Mastodon? No. No, it wasn't on. They have the music video where they're like uh, dressed up in like beer boxes. And like, they like, uh, they like LARP with like beer, LARP, beer made (laughs) armor. And they beat the shit out of like regular LARPers. Um, anyway, whatever, they were the big thing. And Belvedere was on like in the middle of the day on the Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember. And I remember it was like me and like six other people watched them. Yeah. And I, I just remember being like, how the fuck is there not more people here? Like it's Belvedere and just like wicked, you know, like I said, outside sunny day on the West coast beer festival. And it was like literally me and like six guys like standing in front of the stage. I was like, "This is nuts to me," they're but at the weird. same time, it was kind of cool because as much as that probably sucked for the band, and whatever you have shows like that, I'm sure for me it was like there was no crowd, there was no. It
0: was just like fucking just right there,
1: like oh, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that guy.
0: Yeah, they they don't uh, they don't they're like propaganda Like Propagandie's never put out anything bad, ever. No, no, it's all. And that's the thing that I respect about those bands and bands like them, that they actually take time, like, also, like, it is a punk rock record, or whatever, but you got punk bands that just fucking spit them out. Yeah. Like, no effects. Yeah. Like, yeah. they got maybe, what, four good albums, in my own opinion. Right. I think they've put out a lot of garbage, but I respect the bands, like punk rock bands, like even Strung too Um, they take the time to sit there and do the album, they just don't hurry it up and spit it out, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Right? Cause... Well, I'm
1: sure for some of them that gets into label pressure and stuff, that whole yeah. song and dance about, like, well, we had to put something out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you, I like seeing bands not do it. It's part of, again, what, that, what was so excited for me being such a big protest the hero fan was watching them navigate that and then they crowdfunded that album and i still like get fortress
0: committed. is a good album too
1: fortress was wicked but yeah. that the one that they put out was a volition and you like my name's in the like giant list of people who contributed oh yeah because yeah because it was like a it was like a crowdfunded website right so okay. it was like if you put up your whatever tier Okay. Of money that you contributed, yeah. you could get different shit. And I think there's even like guys on the album who were like they paid like five thousand bucks or whatever, and then they got to like be on it. Like they really? they went pretty nuts with how. What was this? It was. Um, oh fuck, I don't know. Like, well, here's pre me tattooing. It was before that. Really? Yeah. So it was it was a what a, album was uh, that? It's called Volition, and it's awesome. Like same shit. Fucking like. Just protest the hero. Oh, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, anyone who donated money, mm-hmm. there's like a, a fold out, mm-hmm. you know, in the, the CD cover. Right. And it's got everyone's name. And so I love that I can pull that out and be like, that's my name. So I, Did you get the vinyl? Yeah, I think I got it later. I think my wife might have got it for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe I... Yeah, I definitely have it. But no, it's just the same thing, man. I think it's cool to watch people... And bands kind of break out of that hole, mm-hmm. like you say the routine. Like fuck it, it's just it's been two years, so here's another album. But it well, kind that's of sucks. what I
0: mean too. Is like I love Pennywise. I think Pennywise is great. Yeah. Um, will I ever buy a brand new Pennywise vinyl? Probably not. Right. Because like it's Pennywise and it sounds the same. Right. And I'm not lagging them on that for it. Like if I went to a Pennywise show and they didn't sound like Pennywise, I'd probably leave. Yeah, yeah. And I get why they do it. It's just like, I wish they would sit there and I do, get... a, do a delay on it.
1: Well, here's where I agree with you, too. The Mars Volta, a huge band. Love yeah. them. And I know... like Her sp- song's good, too. Oh, dude. I, oh, yeah. like you mean before Mars mm. Volta? Yeah. Uh, at the Drive-In super mm. good. Um, but no, they're one of those bands who like... I mean, it all sounds like the Mars Volta, but especially their newest album... Mm-hmm. I was talking to like other well you know Matt Owen and, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. and I remember him being like dude I don't know and he he's like why I like the Mars Volta he yeah. was teaching guitar to my buddy and I remember him like putting us onto them and I'm like I'm into it and um, he was like I don't know if I like this new one though it's a pretty hard curveball but I get so stoked on that I'm like yeah, yeah. but they're doing something different man yeah. they're not just going like do, do 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 wacky yeah, whatever I like you know that. yeah so i kind of like it when when someone takes a risk like a band yeah. and they're like yo we tried something new to keep ourselves excited yeah hopefully you guys like it
0: yeah and that's the thing too is like if you're a fan of a band like fuck yeah do it right like um what can i uh fuck there's a band i the sheepdogs yeah okay i think they're a good band yeah, yeah. Um, I don't listen to them all the time, yeah. but the album that was produced by the Black Keys, I think, is their best album. Which one's that? I think it's the third album, or oh, the okay. second album. It's my, produced by somebody from the Black Keys. My
1: kid loved that. My well, my whole family, but loved the Sheepdogs because yeah. of the festival stuff. They're one yeah. of the bands that they saw, and so. But I don't. I'm not familiar with what albums what.
0: Um. Yeah, it was. What was it called? I think it's called Feeling Good. No, was it? That one's, we listen to a lot of that one, for sure. Oh, uh, where the fuck is it? Sorry, I'm on fucking, what do you call Wikipedia? it? Wikipedia? No, I'm on <laughs> Spotify right now. Nice. And they changed the layout of it. Oh, I so I guess it's in the past fucking two yeah. days, maybe. Oh, nice. I don't know. It's kind of fucked, where is it? It's, uh... Wait a minute. Yeah, I think it's just called The Sheepdogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got the multicolor on the front of it. Album. Yeah. Two thousand twelve. Anyways, mm-hmm. the guy from uh Vlacky's produced it. it's I think it's a rest album. Well it's like bands like that, like and then you listen to them afterwards and it's like the same mm-hmm. sort of right. But I don't know, maybe I'm contradicting myself a bit but
1: Well no, everyone likes what they like, right? Yeah. And I was gonna say too, there's that whole place and time thing. There's yeah. like so many of the bands that I like, um that I come back to, like mm-hmm. that list we kinda went through they're also tied to, like, core memories. Like, you know, I was, like, it was just the funnest but also, like, weirdest time of your life when you're, like, that, like, late teenager, early adulthood. You move out and you're just, like, partying too much but hanging out with your buddies and whatever. So now I find it rare that someone will show me a band that I ever get as excited about as I did those
0: ones. Yeah, I'm the same way, too. Like, I, I think right now I'm listening to... A band called Tear Jerker. Uh, they're new. I think that's it because, like, I have to, I have to listen to the album for me to sit there and full on like it. You know, yeah. I mean? Oh,
1: without a doubt. But then it does happen here and there because I think of you mm-hmm. shared FOD at some point. Oh,
0: dude, that fucking band.
1: And I Ernest? Yeah, and I latched onto that album so hard, and it's just like it, it's one that like it doesn't get played enough. But I'm like, oh, I do love that. It sucks Whereas a... there's a whole list of other like skate punk bands specifically that I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh, that was good. But then it kind of just fades into the distance. It doesn't mm-hmm. like I don't latch on like back in the day I used to. I was I was talking to um my wife about this the other day though. I've been really harping on myself for watching too much TV, mm-hmm. and I. But it's like routine for me. It's like, okay, kids are asleep, maybe have a drink or smoke a little weed or something and then like put the TV on, but I'm kind of drawing, so I'm not really watching it. I'm more just like listening to it. And then I was like, I just, I get annoyed at being on that treadmill, you know? Uh And then I'm like, I miss just like late night, sitting at a computer, finding new music, same stuff, like, you know, And, and just diving into it though. And I was like, ah bums me out that that doesn't, like, creep its way into my life anymore. Yeah. And then a couple, two, three weeks ago or something, she was real tired, so it was one of those days, like, I come out from helping my son go to sleep, and she's already kind of, like, almost asleep. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to, like, bug her and hang out in the bedroom. So I go downstairs, and I'm like, I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to... And then I end up just putting headphones on, mm-hmm. on my phone and I laid there and I had this like awesome time listening to an album it was you know Sean James kind of like folky yeah, yeah, yeah stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know really how you describe it gospel influence I think a little bit know. yeah but he, he had put out a new album it's a concept album right and so I was like any anytime someone's like concept album I, yeah. I go sweet so there's like a story here and and so I just like laid beside her but with headphones on and like read the lyrics as I listened to the song and it came back where I was like I don't know why and it was like headphones were the answer yeah. in my head. I've like lost this, you know, that like you're in your 20s, you have nothing to do tomorrow, so you're just up till 3 a.m. listening to new music. Yeah. But I was like I can do that, I just need fucking headphones. That's but it, it, it finally clicked. So it's like back in my life now where I'm like, "Okay, wait, I can do that." Yeah. And I'm I'm hoping that leads to like a deeper and and just bringing back that like, "Oh man, I just found this band" because yeah. I just missed that about like years and years like you used yeah. to right or you yeah. run into someone like you or texting yeah. people being like you have to check this out have yeah. you heard this yet it was released today
0: yeah no yeah. it's neat to use I, I did a podcast with scott from five knuckle and uh he lives in gatineau quebec right now oh yeah um and i'm just recently back on facebook um that's i'm sad to hear that yeah me too <laughs> but it is what it is um so I don't use that often, whatever. Um, so, anyways, Scott's on Facebook, and then I saw him at the show. We started talking. He's like, "Yeah, Facebook." I'm like, "Yeah, I just got back." And then he's now just like in my messenger, like just bans, 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 nice. bans, bans, You gotta check this out. This yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah. So it's it's cool like that way, and that's the thing too. Like we, I think Jennifer and I like we watch a bit of TV. I think we listen to a lot more music, like, on a Friday night. If we're off together, we'll sit in the kitchen and listen to tunes. That's awesome. Yeah, and then you're always more welcome to come over and listen to tunes. It'd be fun, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but um, I think all that's coming back. Like, this conversation started with, like, shows and whatnot, right? So I think that's all starting to come back. Like Yeah. we all starting to get a scene. There's a couple of uh, good... Um, Uh, Media companies in Guelph that are putting on shows too Yeah Like Cancer Bats just played last week Yeah They did their cover band Bat Sabbath
1: Okay I saw people I knew who were like At a Cancer Bats show But I didn't know it was in Guelph
0: Yeah it was Bat Sabbath though That's awesome (laughs) That's fucking wicked right Yeah 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 Um, So yeah So you're at Tower Street
1: Yeah dude just down the road from here Tower Street Tattoo in Fergus
0: Right And you're going to give me all your socials now
1: Oh, gross. Well, it's Cam Joseph Tattoos on there Instagram. You. Well, and I guess that's actually it because I think yeah. there's a Facebook page, but it's not like it's just auto posts from whatever I do on Instagram. Yeah,
0: see, I think I'm thinking about doing that too. Uh, and I
1: virtually don't, like I, I never open Facebook ever. Yeah, I, I haven't, have it, but I'm like, I hate it. It makes me mad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who spends enough time with me, just like I rant about that shit way too often
0: yeah I'm not really into it like I just recently just got into it uh, back into it like I was like oh, I'm wondering what's going on on Facebook so I'll log in and whatever I'm like ah oh, fuck I'll just keep logged in yeah yeah but, well it might help this right no not really no
1: no alright no alright I don't think so
0: <laughs> <laughs> no um, it's all like just family stuff on Facebook and where I'm like fuck it like yeah 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 that's like you know like for example like you know, your aunt you didn't wish your aunt a happy birthday. What? Okay, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Give me a call.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right,
0: like I do the Instagram for the uh, for the uh, podcast and for the chef part of it too. Yeah. But uh,
1: do you find Instagram is good for you with your career that way? Like, yeah, it with is, tattooing, yeah. that's why I always say I have a love hate relationship. No, with it, it is because it's like it's the most, it's the best tool ever for tattooing yeah. and seeing what the rest of the world is doing and keeping yourself sharp. It's emotionally crippling because you'll be like, I did a good tattoo today, and you put it on the internet, and then you move your thumb, and you see things way better than you are, and you're like, never mind, I suck. Like, right out yeah. of your peak, right? But for you guys, I guess it's got to be similar where daily you're on there getting new ideas or... Yeah, we, like,
0: uh, we post food and stuff like that, too. Like, I think social media is good for restaurants. Okay, I think Instagram is good for restaurants. Yeah. Um, Facebook, not so much. Uh, TikTok's good for it, too yeah yeah um i use the tiktok for the uh podcast here oh nice Uh, yeah it's pretty good like i get a lot of stuff on there do you
1: like edit clips and stuff yeah
0: no i'm not i just throw it up in the video because this
1: was gonna be my question like how much effort do you put into oh fuck okay
0: what instagram or uh tiktok not enough no well i don't know i guess i put a lot of effort into the ig yeah i wake up let's see what's going on there let's see what bands are talking about or see what and then actually we, usually what happens is I'll walk out stairs on my laptop I see uh, I see my calendar and see what I got to do that and, like look forward to and then reach out to the artist or the person who I'm talking to and then say like, "Hey, you good for this day because you know life changes right oh 100% but, so um, and then it's good for that uh, and then like uh, all the ads and the hashtags and
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, get, yeah. Uh, it's half the reason I got an Android phone because it remembers everything. Oh, uh, so I can just go like okay boom 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 instead of just yeah yeah fucking yeah. taking ten minutes. On See, my I feel phones. like I
1: don't do enough of that. I've been working to try and do like reels because that's what Instagram seems to like. Yeah, um, but for us we really try and say like you do that stuff because you kind of got to do it and it's mm. free advertising. So why wouldn't you? focusing way more on trying to have people just really like being at the shop yeah we try and make it feel pretty casual in there and uh just in a way that people are like yo like i like going to hang out there
0: you yeah for I sure
1: and, and so i would imagine restaurants are similar it's probably so,
0: more about people liking the experience the experience in the food yeah instagram is good for that for restaurant too um and then so is the podcast too like and also too like with the podcast like if you have a business account you can sit there and yours is a business account yeah. right yeah um and you see all the diagnostic stuff who's liking your stuff yeah
1: i don't dive into that much Should
0: yeah yeah man what do i do with it i'll show you afterwards sweet yeah yeah because like like i can see how many people are following my account so like there's people in fergus laura um toronto belgium italy france that's cool There's 15 people in the UK. Dude, you're international. I'll show you the thing. It's fucking nuts. I got one guy. There's one guy listening to Bulgaria. I'm like, really? I want to know why he wants to listen to me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, (laughs) Bulgarian dude. I really (laughs) want to put him on the podcast. I'm like, was it the logo?
1: Yeah. How did you find it? That's what I mean. It's got to be because of... I'm impressed as hell too, man, how much you were like... I'm going to kind of do this thing, and then I'm like, you're like talking to all the cool bands.
0: Yeah, man. This is wild. Yeah, and then uh, we've got, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, we enjoy it. And then uh, Jen's usually on when she's at home. She doesn't really do the band ones, but like if we have like Kelsey James come over, or like, um, well, if you came over tonight, she'd be sitting right there. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Gotcha. Because um, she's got her full-time job. But uh, as to why, I'm just off doing this because and I get to have a belly button again. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. hopefully uh, it blows up. and. Uh, hey, man, up. if
1: not, you'll have a bunch of fun on the way.
0: Right? Oh, well, I, that's the thing, too, is I just do for fun. It's a DIY attitude, right? Just yeah. do it yourself, right? And sure. Hopefully something happens, right? So Yeah. it's like tattooing, right? You keep doing it and doing it. And,
1: and so much, I don't know if you're like me, but probably a good third of why I like tattooing is people yeah like i love just doing this just yeah. talking just talking to whoever like yeah. hey well tell me about your life let's and and just putting my foot in my mouth and you know yeah. learning along the way no you're and a good you're listener similar, for sure. but if you're similar like the podcast it's like whatever worst case you don't do it years from now but you're like i had some good chats though yeah you know? it's,
0: it's cool i'll probably still keep it going and whatnot but uh yeah no i just solely just a hobby just to because um, i've been cooking for so long and I just needed something to stimulate my mind a bit more, right? And so I've always had an interest in music and audio and radio, so. Give or go. Yeah, man. It was uh, great talking to you, buddy.
1: Yeah, you as always, man. It was great.
0: Okay, cool.